right, shit. All right, welcome in. Episode 178, Coach Guy Sports Podcast. Jared Scali, Alan Hegan. Again, no, no Nick Qualia. Shocker, Guy Slacken. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's out again. Uh, Shopblula.com just launched today. Go check it out. A bunch of your doggy needs. He, he published Jedi. I went and bought something from him. Uh, it's a lie. No, I didn't. I'm going to, though. So um, definitely go pump that out. Uh, I got to get new leashes, harnesses, all that good stuff. I told him I'd, I'd throw it out there for him. So uh, definitely go do that. Don't forget to follow us. CouchGuysports.com, the network, CouchGuyPod on the Twitter machine, the cesspool that it is. Uh, CouchGuysports uh, is on Instagram. Follow, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere. The podcast we are at. Um, not a terribly busy show, Al. Not a lot going on. Uh, we'll talk about the wonderful world of losing to the Denver Broncos. I was listening back to the episode from last week, and man, were we wrong. We were um, way, way off. off. Like way, way off. off. <laughs> um, we'll talk. We're going to talk about the wonderful trade of Mookie Betts again because just it's just disappointing and coming up. Um, why? Why do we like to torture ourselves with this? Like why? Because the what? world again that cesspool of Twitter that we tell you to go follow that, they're torturing us. So we're going to talk about it. Um, that's really it. There's not much more to talk about. Boston sports has kind of stopped, slowed down a little bit. Uh, hockey and basketball aren't supposed to restart till January, I think. Yeah, so that's that's, that's going to be brutal. For. Hockey's like Jan one and, and MLK day, I think, is what NBA shooting for because it's meaningful, which is fine. But like that, we're waiting through after the holidays at this point uh, for an NBA and NHL restart. So hopefully the Patriots start playing a little better, uh, and hopefully that's it. Really, I'm going to watch a lot of Premier League and overseas soccer because that's all we're going to have once the uh, baseball season's over. So. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to figure. I gotta figure out a second thing to watch. I'm not yeah, a soccer it, guy, it, so it I gotta figure something straight out. Straight B football, the rest of the way, because there's no other sports aren't coming back. But, um, but let's start. Uh, we got the weekly dump. We're gonna do another one because there's enough. There's enough out there. Pew uh, Ella, pew, <laughs> pew pew pew. Mookie Betts is a Dodger. Pew. Uh, let's start. Antonio Brown, familiar name. Uh, he's coming off a suspension. Uh, he's eligible after week eight. And reports are the Seahawks, those Seahawks, the undefeated Seahawks, are favored uh, to land him. Other teams are involved. Ravens, maybe the Patriots. I don't know. I wouldn't hate it at this point. They need some talent. Um, but the Seahawks are apparently the favorite. And, Al, you could have Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Antonio Brown. That would be... Uh, that that would make Bowl. you the favorite probably to come they, out of the that would be this. I don't care how bad your defense is. That would be the Super Bowl right there. Seahawks, <clears throat> Chiefs, Seahawks win. Antonio Brown comes and rises from the ashes. Would you want to back on the Patriots real quick? Yes or no? At this point, yes. I mean, you need a playmaker, especially at the receiver position. I mean, we talked last week about the tight ends, but with the receivers, this receiving core, they can't get open. They're not catching balls that they should be catching. Bring them back in if he apologizes to Robert Kraft. Just bring them in. Who cares? Okay, do it. Cam, him and Cam, electric. Him yes. and Cam Newton together, electric. Cam okay. Newton, I want all day. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to the Bucks somehow, though. Somehow, some way. Tom Brady will find a way to get him there. Uh, yep. The World Series is underway, and Mookie Betts is a stud. We'll talk about that a little bit later. He won tacos for all again in the game one win for the Dodgers. They're up 1-0. Mookie Betts, ugh, yeah, we did that. Stan Van Gundy is the new coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. Signed a four-year deal. I like that, Al. It's a... Uh, a sneaky good signing for a team that's young and has some talent, and I think Stan will go a long way. Is it really good, though? Is it that I like good? It. I like it. Look what he did some of those younger Orlando teams before Dwight Howard ruined everybody. Yeah, I guess. Now NBA champion Dwight Howard. 
by the way. <laughs> Dwight Howard has a ring. Um, Rob Manfred came out and said that he hopes some form of the expanded playoffs, and probably not all the teams that are led in this year, but some form of expanded playoffs and the extra inning rule is in play for 2021. And for those of you who stopped watching baseball or didn't watch baseball because the Red Sox sucked, uh, the extra inning rule was runner starting on second at extra innings. And apparently they loved it. The league loved it. I kind of liked it. And the longest game was like 13 innings or something like that. So it's get the attention of the younger crowd. I love it. I'm all for it. I like the rule. I don't care. It's not going to make that big of a difference. Um, you need a pitch clock, do that ASAP. Um, and I'm going to keep yelping that until it actually happens. And finally, the Dolphins, the wonderful, wonderful Miami Dolphins and how they just keep being the Dolphins have decided to move on from Fitzmagic after having a, a little winning streak here and, and pushing the dot. Mind you, the Dolphins are in second place in the AFC. Your Patriots are in third. We'll talk about that. Um, they're moving on to Tua. Tua was named the starter. Uh, after the bye week, they're playing the Rams. First game, Aaron Donald. Let's go. I'm excited. Um, I don't think it was the right decision. Um, why do this is beyond me. Fitz, Fitzpatrick himself came out today um, and apparently was like heartbroken. And he was like, I've been shut down as a starter and fired many different ways, but this one felt different um, because he's like, he's like, just like I was with the bills. I felt like this was my team and I felt like I was in a groove and then out of nowhere, I'm getting benched. Question for you, Jared. Yeah. If you're the head coach of the Miami dolphins, Brian Flores, Brian Flores, old friend, old friend, Brian Flores, who would you rather have start? Who would you rather have to start against to open up his NFL career? The New York Jets or the Los Angeles Rams? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the Jets, but I just think at this point, why start him at all? Like, this is, clearly this is your future. Like, we all know two is the guy, and this was probably the plan from day one. Like, get to the bye, and, but, like, I don't, they probably also didn't expect them to be this good. Like, internally, right. they probably were ta- making those talks, but, like, you got to think. You're second place in the AFC East. You're right behind the Bills. It's pretty much a three-team race now if the Dolphins keep playing well. And... You're gonna just bench Fitz Magic, who literally has been so freaking good. Like this is probably, honestly, honestly, the, be- the most consistently good I've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick over the course of his career. And now they're gonna bench him when they're a playoff team. Like, and now you you're to gonna have that- your, and now you're gonna have your young prodigy in his first career NFL start go up against just so happens to be the best NFL pass rusher in the league in Aaron Donald. Yeah, like what the one thing I question is, and then we'll move on to the big part of the show here is like, why do this now? Like, because it's the Miami guys, Dolphins. You guys are winning, like. The Dolphins have sucked for so long. You have to get some sense of like learning, teaching them how to win. And you're doing that. You're on a winning streak. You're in a playoff push. Like I, my head, if you kept Fitzpatrick in the whole time, like you're a playoff team. The way they expanded the playoffs, like they're playing well. You don't know what the Patriots, like they could potentially get in the playoffs with Fitzpatrick. I don't think two will get him there. Um, because again, he's a rookie and, and he's smaller and has to learn how to play in the league. And my thought was great. This is going well. Like let two learn for a year under this weird COVID restrictions Fitzmatrick will Patrick will play the year he'll learn from behind him which and clearly he was willing to teach him like he's come out and said like I'm here to help Tua like all that stuff and then next year when you can have a full off season and get Tua going that's when you play Tua like no one expected Fitzpatrick to be their starter for more than this year but he's playing so well it just doesn't make sense to me and I think Brian Flores screwed the pooch on this one Um, and I like Brian Flores I'm a Brian Flores guy he screwed the pooch on this one unless Tua comes out and lights it up it's the Dolphins. That's all you have to say. It's the Miami Dolphins. And there's a reason why they don't win the division. Plain and simple. Besides the, their lack of talent. Here's your weekly dump. Pew. News around the world. Of course, it's brought to you. We have good friends. We have good friends everywhere. In the, Al, I think I like to think we're pretty sociable. But um, 
what do we call best friends, Al? What, what, what does a guy call their best friends? Would that be uh, testies besties? Testies besties. Of course, Al. That makes so much sense. Halloween, guys. It's right around the corner, and you don't want to spook someone with your scary bush. Our good friends at Manscaped, you know how much we love them, want to make sure your boys downstairs clean are clean and best friends of their own. No, no besties with hairy testes down there. No, thank you. Manscaped is, of course, the number one men's below-the-waist grooming and offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You might be Chewbacca, Bigfoot, or Harry Bear, but it's what's under the costume that really matters. If you don't want to be Chewbacca for Halloween, look, I'm a super hairy dude. First to admit it. You should see the chest out during the summer months. I don't don't want to think about that. If I don't take Manscaped to that thing, man, it's just surprise the Mary. Let's go with that. Thank God I met my wife for the cold months. Just go with that. Uh, (laughs) Sweater weather. Sweater weather is a real thing. I promise. Uh, (laughs) You don't want to be that hairy guy. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. Inside that perfect package, of course, Al, is their electric trimmer called the Lawnmower 3.0, the waterproof and skin safe trimmer will reduce nicks to your pumpkins. Yeah, I call them pumpkins. You can be also create less mess by trimming in the shower or using their Magic Mat disposable shaving mats. Even if you have one of those cramped showers, it works really well because there's a light attached to it. Um, it's a beautiful thing. And of course, let's not forget about the Crop Preserver, guys. It's anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not putting deodorant? It's the smelliest part of your body, guys. We know that. We know what goes on down there as men. You know what goes on down there. You got to keep it clean. You got to keep it fresh. It also includes an anti-chafing performance boxer briefs that keep your package cool and smelling fresh all day. Guys, H- Halloween is what? No time away. I don't even know the days. Next week. If you're going trick-or-treating with kids, if you're going out for Halloween, you shouldn't be because of COVID, but if you're going to suck it up and do it, you don't want to be chafing walking around. If you have kids and you're walking around, you don't want to be chafing with that hot cider in one hand with a little something, something inside of it, walking around going trick-or-treating and staying safe. You wanted these boxers to so order them. Get them in for on-the-go freshness. You'll also love the Crop Reviver. It's ball toner. It's great. Keeps you fresh and clean. And it's really, guys, it's time to get clean and mean with Perfect Package 3.0. You get 20% off and free shipping if you go to manscaped.com with our code COUCHGUY20. That's COUCHGUY20. you got to stay sexy this Halloween. Your balls will thank you. 20% off, free shipping, COUCHGUY20 at manscaped.com. Again, 20% free shipping. Free shipping. Manscaped.com, couch guy 20. Trick or treat. Keep your balls neat, guys. Come on now. Make 10 days away. Or 10, 10 days, days away. Now. 10 days away. You'll be walking around the neighborhood with your kiddos. Again, hot apple cider, a little something, something in there to keep the cold weather away. Walking with the kids. If you don't have the boxers on, guys, you know the feeling. The jeans rub around you. It just doesn't feel great when you get back. I promise you. Get the boxers. Nick swears by them when he walks around the golf course, and I know it's true. Dude's thick. He admits it. I'll tell the truth. They help. Get it done. CouchGuy20Manscape.com. Free shipping. 20% off. It's a great thing. Now, the Patriots Jeez. sucked on Sunday. I don't want to talk about it, but we have to talk about it. The Patriots. We sat here last week and went, Alice said it, and I agree with you. Not putting you on the spot. Patriots are going to go on a run. Here it comes. Look at the schedule. Denver, win. Easy. No problem. Uh, 49ers looking like a win, right? No problem. Uh, then you got the Jets coming up. I agreed with you. You lost to the Denver Broncos. Guys, the Denver Broncos didn't even score a touchdown, and you lost this game. Six field goals. Six field goals to a you, – and you scored a touchdown. Cam got a touchdown. And you know what? As bad as the Patriots were, at the end of that game – 
they drove. They had a couple good turnovers late. They gave themselves a chance. They were driving. And in my head, I went, oh, I wish we had Tom Brady. Al, we win that. I mean, you probably don't lose by that much. You, you probably blow them out with Brady. But, like, in that scenario, if Brady plays the same way Cam did, and we'll talk about that in a second, that last drive, you win the game. Brady doesn't mess that drive up. Maniacally goes down the field. You score a touchdown to God knows who, probably Edelman, because whatever. You win the game. Like, that, those are things in the past. These are games in the past that we took for granted. Those grinded out games, you get a couple turnovers, and at the end of the game, Brady has a chance to save your ass. And he does it every single time for the most part. That's a game that Tom Brady wins hands down, especially because the receivers have been open. Like, people want to blame the weapons this week. This week's on Cam. And yes, there is a pass, like, a little bit. Hey, you know, he hasn't practiced. He had COVID, blah, blah, blah. If he's ready to play, he's ready to play, Al. And he wasn't good. His footwork wasn't great. They didn't trust him to throw. I don't know if his shoulder's sore just because he didn't get practice. Um, my guess is they're going to blow out the Niners this week or, have, or, like, play really well because they've practiced and they've been saying all day today that, like, oh, it's great. We're back at a routine. Blah, blah. Great. Beat the 49ers. But you should have beat the damn Cardinals. You're in third place in the AFCs. Third place. First time the Patriots are under 500 this late in the season since 2002, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Yep. My God, Al. Now, look, I'm not pressing like the, oh, my God, they're going to go like two and whatever. Like, no. they're, they have a really good chance of being fine. Again, practice does help that. And I think if they can get this COVID stuff wrapped up and, you know, be consistent and get back. Like, look, they were, they were playing really well before the COVID bug hit them. Um, and you hate to use that as an excuse because last week we talked about how much the Titans made the Bills stink on Tuesday night COVID football and it didn't bug the Titans whatsoever. So maybe part of that's on bill for not having them ready. But I think this game is more Cam Newton didn't look good versus oh lack of weapons, injuries, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There were injuries and people gave them back this week, but Cam Newton just didn't look good. So, so I have a lot to comment on what you just said, because th there's a lot to break down there. Mm -hmm. Number one, the one thing that I'm going to disagree with you on is if Tom Brady's here this year, I don't know if he necessarily wins that game. The reason being is because we saw it last year at the end of the year. He didn't have a lot of trust in some of these wide receivers. Do you think, honest to God, that final throw that Cam had on fourth down to essentially end the game, do you think Brady's going to look to Nikhil Harry? He's not. There's no well, way he's, there's see, no he's going to look. And to point on that one, that one throw, Cam actually made the right throw. So for that one, I don't, because Nikhil Harry ran the wrong route. And not only that, Cam just it just the throw was nowhere close. But that being said, there's a couple other factors we have to consider. And I know Patriots Twitter is going crazy about this, and the realistic fans are like, "Well, don't blame it on COVID. It's not COVID's fault." I'm not saying it's COVID's fault, but it does play a factor when you can't practice. And obviously, not having that practice time and only practicing for like two days in the last two weeks or whatever it was. And remember too, in the practice side of things, Denver practiced for you for two weeks. Yes. So Denver was ready. The Patriots were not ready to play that game. Now, still, it's no excuse. They were on the field. They should have executed. The offensive line, we don't talk about it. The offensive line was banged up. I mean, David Andrews looks like he's going to be coming back. Yep, I always good. forget the rookie's name. Mike Owen, you, you know how to say that name? Uh, no, I know who you're talking about. We know yeah, who you're talking about. He's going to be sliding in on the line. And then if you have a healthy line, you'll have Isaiah Wynn, Joe Tooney, David Andrews, Shaq Mason, and then the rookie. And mm -hmm. we apologize to anybody that knows the name and they're shouting, you guys don't know this name? We don't know. You guys are idiots. No, yeah, it's a rookie. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, get over yourselves. But 
the Patriots in this game. And granted, so I'm going to come out and say it. I didn't watch the whole game because there was some stuff going on on Sunday that had to be attended to. Sunday softball. We had to make – yes, yes. No shame. Sunday softball. Sunday softball. It is what it is. It's one game a week. It's fun. But anyways. Good old beer league? Beer league softball? Uh, not beer league. Just just a social league. Fun league. What's, what's, what's your little something-something choice during beer league softball? That not beer league, but beer league. We know something's in the cup. Uh, Poland Spring. Oh, a little Poland Spring. And something maybe starts with a T. A little truly. A little fun action. Uh, shut up. But a little something. A little something-something help you go yard. A little dingers. We were watching. So – like Powder and I, Powder, Legends Lingo co-host and Couch Guy writer, awesome we were looking fingers. at the game cast, and we were saying to ourselves, why aren't they throwing the ball more? You're running, 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 running. I understand the Patriots have a good running attack. This running back depth that they have is the deepest in running backs that they've had in a while, Jared. We can agree on that. Yep. But you still have a prolific passer in Cam Newton. He still can throw some pretty good balls to people. He still can do it. But the thing is, also, lack of just consistency, inconsistency, three turnovers. You can't have three turnovers against the Denver Broncos team. You can't do it. Three turnovers, and the passing game was a thing for me. I I was saying the same thing. I was yelling at the TV, like, why in the world are we still running the ball? Like, what's happening? I I get the running. I get it. But, like, let Cam throw every once in a while. Yes. Part of the problem, though, as the game went on, Cam held the ball way too long. Yes, and he's going through his progressions, it. he was going through his progressions fine, but like there were situations on the, even towards the end of the game when they were coming back, where he had two guys deep. All he had to do was get rid of the ball, and they, two guys one on one, pick one, and see if you can make a play. Went through all his progressions, no one was open. Done. And credit uh-huh. to the Broncos. Credit to the Broncos too. In the second half, to open up the second half, they went on a nine-minute drive. They yep. took away about sixty percent of that quarter. Yep. They, they they held the ball for nine minutes. And then they kicked a field goal. Like Drew Locke did his best to literally throw away the game by throwing two picks late in the game. Pat's place is Jermaine Elamanuar is the rookie, right? No. Oh, he's on IR. No, it's it's Mike uh Awenu or something like that. I, I forget no. his name. But this is a loss that is a very uncharacteristic loss. It's a non-patriot loss, unpatriot like. And to be honest with you, Jared, the San Francisco game, last week I was very excited for it. This week I'm, I'm nervous about it. I don't know. There's a few factors that I think are going against the Patriots right now. First of all, obviously the lack of practice time, hopefully with a week of practice and back to a normal schedule, you're going to be fine, hopefully. Second of all, you're worried about the lack of offensive efficiency. Like you're worried about the Patriots moving the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. Not only that, there's a guy on San Francisco – his name's Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sure you heard of him, Jared. Handsome James, if you don't know. Yeah, 2021 quarterback, New England Patriots. I would love that. but And he is a handsome son of a gun. I don't mind saying that. But mm. he's going to mm. be angry. He's going to be very angry because there's a guy named Robert Kraft that basically said, we have to trade this guy to keep a certain guy named Tom Brady here for a few more years. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you can't tell me that this isn't in the back of Garoppolo's mind the wheels are turning, and he's saying, this is a little chance for revenge for me, too. And not for nothing, but the 49ers look pretty good against the Rams the other night. So which team are we going to get from the 49ers? Are we going to get that team that played last week against the Rams or the team that stunk it up two weeks ago at home against the Dolphins? You hope for the latter, but who knows? I have the Patriots losing a close game this week, like 24-17, 24-21, that, that ballpark. 
I think they win this game. Like, look, you're getting you're getting guys back. Shaq Mason, Byron Cowart, Derek Rivers all coming off the COVID list. Get Andrews back. Uh, Josh Uchi too. Yep. You get you're getting people back that you've needed. You're getting healthy. Injuries are a factor, right? Like injuries are a part of what happened. Like the offensive line wasn't fully there. And I think a week of practice, what Denver just did or what you didn't do really, I don't think Denver really won that game by any means. I think the Patriots just scored the pooch. Again, six field goals. Yes, they played bad, but Denver, credit to Denver, they had a good game plan. Like look, the Patriots defense was good. Like on most weeks, weeks, wouldn't you say 18 points, all field goals, that's how you win. Like that's a you don't don't kick field goals against the Patriots. You can't well, the, win the the last three games. They've given up. I think my math is right on this, but the defense itself has given up fifty-seven points in the last three games. You do the average. That's nineteen points a game. It's You're good telling defense. me if you give up nineteen points a game with great defense, you can't go out and get twenty-one points with Cam Newton as your quarterback. Come on. Yeah, ignore my asterisk on the Brian Hoyer game. We know what happened there. Right. Uh, Patriots defense is not the problem. And anyone coming at me saying that, okay, 18 points against any team in the NFL, who, mind you, the NFL has some decent talent. Like, Drew Locke's a good quarterback. Judy's there. Obviously, Noah Fant didn't play. Would have been a big help for them. But Patrick Lindsay's a really good back. And he, he's just as good as Melvin Gordon, in my opinion. And I'm surprised they even brought Melvin Gordon in. But I'm hey. surprised Philip Lindsay did as well as he did. Yeah. Philip Lindsay, no, I, I think Philip Lindsay's a good running back. I do. I think he's talented. And you saw it. The volume needs to be there, though. He needs to get the, the – if he can't beat, like, 1A to 1B with um, – what's his name? I just, Melvin I just, Gordon. Melvin Gordon, thank you. He needs the volume, and that's why I think he did so well in this game. He, Melvin Gordon comes back. Apparently, it wasn't co- – I don't know. Whatever happened there. He had, he had the DUI flu. Um, look – you should have won this game. The Patriots defense is not the problem. Don't come at me with that. It's the offense. It was Cam Newton. I think this week is a redemption week for Cam. I think it's a redemption week for a lot of players. Um, coaching staff will whip them into shape. I think they know how to game plan for this team because I think they know how to game plan for Garoppolo. Um, and I think you have enough players. You don't have Richard Sherman on the other side of the ball. He's still banged up in a boot. Um, Mostert's not playing this week. He's got a high ankle sprain. This team is not what they were in the Super Bowl or getting to the Super Bowl last year. They're they're a different team. They're not playing as well. And I think this is the chance for you to beat them, get that momentum rolling um, into that Jets game. Or the is it the Bills? Is it the Bills? The Jets first. It's the Bills. Bills, Bills first, first. And then the Jets. Bills first. So you need the momentum going in that Bills game. Yes, um, and look, as much as you screwed the boots, you're still right there with the Bills. You have another game with the Dolphins. You have to play the Bills twice, the Jets twice. Like, the, the division is still really there. Um, people freaking out like, oh, my God, they're in third place. Yeah, because they had to play Brian Hoyer one game. Half the place got COVID, and you asked them to play a game with, like, one practice. Yeah, that's going to happen. They're not going to be great. If this season happened normally, like Cam comes in, full off season, no COVID, like, they're four and one. They're – Should be. You know, they're three and two. They could be three and two now. Like, this team is better than the record is showing. And the expanded playoffs, they'll be in the playoffs. I'm not concerned about that. Um, but Cam needs to be better. And, yes, and that's yes. my biggest takeaway. Injuries to hurt the offensive line, that didn't help the cause. But Cam Newton is good enough to get through a, a tough offensive line game because he's mobile. He just needs to be better. 
And, and that's what we need to see Sunday. 425 kickoff. Jimmy Garoppolo returns home with no fans in the stands. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. All right. Oh, by the well, way, before we transition, congratulations, by the way. Congratulations. Oh, I'm like barely beating you? Yes. And the funniest part, can I tell you the funniest part of all of that was? Shouldn't have, be, shouldn't have beat you. I checked the night. I checked Sunday night. I woke up in the middle of the night, and for some reason, my brain said, check fantasy. I checked fantasy. It had me winning the matchup by like 64, like hundreds of a point. But I said to myself, ESPN goes back and always rechecks. And I said to myself, I'm, and I said to myself, watch, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to recheck it and I'm going to lose. Sure enough, they redid it. And it had you end up winning by one point, like three, two points or whatever it was. Edward Tolaire, baby. Yes. Now, granted, Swan song on my team because he's not going to do shit anymore. Granted. Mike Evans having one catch. Oh, it's screwed. That screwed me in another league. I think for in a thirty-eight one, but... to ten blowout. Yep. Like Mike Evans give... is becoming less and less reliable. But here's the thing that I'm excited about. I pulled off a big trade with Powder like two weeks ago. So now my two running backs are going to be Alvin Kamara and James Conner. So I'm pretty excited about that. Powder's given up on the season. Powder's yeah, done. He's. I. I gave him. I tried to give him Odell and be like, hey. Odell has some big games, which he does. He, he might, when he has a big game, like he'll go off for you. So, I mean, yeah, he's 0-6. I feel bad for the poor kid, but he's whatever. Out. I, I still got a fighting chance to hit the playoffs. If I hit the playoffs now, watch out. You don't want to play me. My team's got talent. Well, I, you're not going to play me. You're going to be playing somebody that's better. So, hey, you don't know. There's, there's some, there's some, I got a chance to move up a little bit. There's a lot of, a lot of football left, Al. You do. Congrats for beating left. me by one point, like five points, Jerry. Congratulations. Shouldn't have with, won. With like, Kamara and Russell and Russell Wilson on the bye. I'll take the win. It's yes, fine. you will. That's touche. The World Series, Al. Who cares? Mookie Betts. That's who cares. Mookie freaking Betts. Hits a homer. Plays good defense, wins tacos for the country again, just like he did in 2018. Worst part about it was that someone, one of the bigger networks, it might have been Fox, put out the taco thing and it split screen of him in a Red Sox uniform because of the he did it in the World Series in 2018. And I'm like, stop, guy. And all of Twitter the entire night, especially at Carabas, Jared Carabas got slammed last night. Well, of course. The whole night. Oh. Reds, look at the Red Sox. Red Sox fans feeling like crap. David Price did an interview saying, oh, you know, it's really kicking the balls to Red Sox fans. Like, that's a player that should have been there forever. Blah, blah, blah. Like, everybody went out of their way, including the broadcast, Al. Did you watch the game? No, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch it. Okay. I, I, no. I, don't, you, I just don't, I, I don't want to talk it. about. I don't want to talk about the game. I want to talk about the broadcast at the end of it. You should have heard it. Joe Buck went on for, like, the back half of the broadcast talking about what the Red Sox mistake was and talking about the trade and – Literally every free second they had was he was so good on the Red Sox and man, he, they're probably, they must be regretting this. And blah, blah. I'm like, dude, Joe Buck, we feel bad enough that, that he's not on the Red Sox anymore. Stop I mean, twisting we, the knife. Stop twisting the knife into our fans. We, we sucked already as it was this year. And we're, we're, we're riding high with Rafi Devers and Xander Bogarts. Can you please stop twisting the knife that we traded it once in a generational player away because we're cheap. Well, here's the thing too. It's like, and I think it was Boston Strong, that Twitter account, Boston Strong, that came out with the perfect tweet, and I agreed with it 100. percent We're acting like this still happened, like yesterday. Red Sox fans, and we are two passionate Red Sox fans. We do a Red Sox podcast. We haven't done it in a while, but we still have a Red Sox podcast. Get over it. He's it's not over. Back. He's not coming back. He signed a big contract extension with the Dodgers. He's happy there. 
thanks for the memories, but you know what? It is what it is. Okay. Get over it. It's over. Move on. Um, I, I look at, I agree. I mean, it, it hurts. It sucks. And it's going to suck, but well, you can't really judge this until like five, six years from now, because that's when, remember he signed for a crap ton of years. Like it was 10, 12, 10, 12 for 365, 12, come over the years, 12 years, 12 years. One Mookie Betts will not be a Dodger for 12 years. We know that. That's how those deals work. But you also have to look at it and go, guys, if you didn't think Mookie Betts was going to hurt us in this year, by like, guys, we know how good of a player he is. We've watched him for every day, every single day for a long time. Now we've watched Mookie Betts play in a Red Sox uniform. You knew how good this guy was. This is what he did for us. This is how they won a World Series. It was a big part to him. And don't be surprised if he's going to be really good the next couple of years. Everyone in the Red, when he was in a Red Sox uniform, everybody was, oh, he's better than Mike Trout. He's the face of baseball, Beantown, Boston forever. Blah. Okay, well, he's, now he's a Dodger and he's the same guy. He's yes. just as talented. So, look, I hate it as much as you guys do. Like, I wish he was here. I wish they figured it out. I wish he was a Red Sox for life because he is that once-in-a-generational player. Does that mean they can't win a World Series in the next three years without him? No. Because one, those Dodgers can't they can't pay everybody. They just paid him. So some of that talent's gone. Red Sox still have a good core. Pitching sucks. They're going to fix that, hopefully. The Rays are a glimmer of hope for you because that's what the Bloom did without money in his team. Obviously not directly Bloom, But Rays aren't there and they're probably not going to beat the Dodgers because the Dodgers are stacked. But the Red Sox are going to be fine. You're going to win a World Series at some point soon without Mookie Betts. Stop comparing him to the trade of Babe Ruth and that it's going to take another 86 years to win yes. the damn World Series. Get rid of that, Stop please. That. Stop it now. Um, Al, do the, do the Rays have a chance? I, there's something in me that still says they do just because they have starting pitching. I mean, Glasnow, I know he got racked last night, but still, Tyler Glasnow, more often than not, it's a very viable option on the mound. You have Blake Snell going tonight. Yep. And obviously top to bottom, that whole pitching, I've said it before, that whole pitching staff from the starters to the relievers to the closer, it's one of the best in baseball. Mm-hmm. And when you have pitching, That's why they win, you always have a chance. That's how they've won the whole year. Yep. Yeah. I don't think this game's this series is over. I do think the Dodgers pull it out. Cause I think it's just the talent's going to for Bay, but um, Clayton Kershaw last night, phenomenal. Um, are we done with making him not be successful in the postseason? Are we done with that narrative, Al? Yeah, I, I think we're done. I, he had a good start last night. He won the World Series game. Now, if the Dodgers were to lose it, it wouldn't be on him. So I think we it's can, like we can throw David, that narrative it's like the, the David, It's like the David Price narrative when he was here. Um, he helped you win a World Series, and, and that, that, I think that narrative's over. Um, David Price should be on this team, too, but he's not. He won now I hold all the cards. Which is fine. But I think the Clayton Kershaw is a Hall of Famer, obviously, and – the, the narrative of him not being able to put pitch in a high level postseason situation, I think we're past that. He just won a World Series game against a really good team, <sighs> and he has Mookie Betts as a teammate. Couch Guy Sports Podcast. Yeah. No Nick Quality this week. He'll be back. Maybe next week? I don't know. I haven't really talked to you about it. Who knows? Probably just going to be me now again next week. Yeah, I'm okay. Don't forget, CouchGuysports.com to follow, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Instagram at CouchGuysports. Everywhere. Just just go follow us out on the Sasspool Twitter, Couch Guy Pod, uh, where we're kind of mourning Mookie Betts still, apparently. Um, we're on the there, blog. too. Check out the, the blog. blog CouchGuysports.com, where all this started. We wouldn't be here without the blog. So, like, hey, check out the blog. Some uh, big YouTube, subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, good shows on there. Uh, if you're a fantasy football player, 
Two Dudes is a live show every Sunday morning to help you out. Hop in the YouTube, ask them questions. They'll answer it. Side note, they're big Josh Allen guys. So if you don't like Josh Allen, go in there and give them some crap. It's a great excuse to talk to them. And again, big changes will be coming. Yep, we got some we got some stuff in the pipeline. Uh, always do here. We always got ideas burning and churning. Uh, some some things happening. We'll let you guys know when it's official and it's all going to happen. But we got some stuff talking about in the background oh. here. Um, yeah. Until then, Al, enjoy Gary. football. You too. Enjoy baseball. Watch some baseball because then we won't have it any other sports till like January except for football. So yeah, that's en- true. Enjoy some baseball. Maybe we'll get a full Red Sox season next year. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. See you guys. See ya. Oh, wait. Shit.